I always thought if I'd be on a podcast, it would be about true crime or wine. I did not anticipate this being the topic I'd jump in on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though you're married to a bourbon podcast mogul. Mogul's a strong word. Mogul's <laughs> a strong word. A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. And I'm Jenna Ray, subbing in for Dan and Roberto, PDL. Jenna is my lovely wife. Um, this is your first time on a podcast. Uh-huh. This is also maybe the fourth or fifth bourbon that you've ever tried? No. <laughs> I've had way more <laughs> than that. I would say it's the fourth or fifth bourbon I've ever insisted that you purchase. Um, That's but, probably true. Yeah. Um, no, you've had me train bourbon for almost the whole time that we've been together. I truly started enjoying it like a year ago though. Yeah. Um, so today we're drinking, uh, Penelope bourbon. Uh, it's a barrel strength series. Uh, it's also part of their toasted series. Um, and it's the Illinois select number three, uh, special release. So, uh, Penelope was started in 2018 by Mike Palladini and his wife, Carrie, uh, when they found out that they were expecting a baby girl whose name would eventually be Penelope. Um, Mike wanted to craft a spirit to mark the birth of his daughter and teamed up with his childhood friend, Danny Police or Paulus. I can't really tell. There's an <laughs> E at the end of it, so it's kind of, and it's an S. P-O-L-I-S-E. It's close enough. Paulus. <laughs> to produce a straight bourbon whiskey. Um, so it's uh, part of a toasted series. So it is noticeably darker than a, than a normal bourbon. Because uh, it's after the normal aging, it gets put into a toasted barrel and gets a little bit more color. Um, Penelope is all uh, MGP product. This What's bottle. MGP mean? MGP. Yes. The uh they're a very, very large distillery in Indiana. Okay. That uh contract distills for a lot of smaller craft uh distill or craft bourbon companies. Awesome. Um <clears throat> so it is um an Indiana whiskey. So the bottle just says straight bourbon whiskey, not Kentucky straight bourbon. Ah. Um this bottle is a hundred and fifteen point six proof which is pretty pretty solid high proof. Um, and it's a four- to five-year-old uh, blend. I could not find a mash bill, but it does say on their website that all of their toasted series um, are a four-grain mash bill, okay. which I believe yeah, on the corn, wheat, like rye, heavy. and malted barley. Okay. Um, so it's some mix of, of those. Um, and they have a the uh, aging barrels a number three char, and then the toasted finish is a heavy toast. Okay. Um, so, like I said, this is a pretty dark whiskey um, compared to most. It's, uh, I'm interested to try it because yeah, we haven't. We just trying to just think of it the last toasted 
whiskey I had in, um, I think it was the Basil Hayden, which is a significantly lighter whiskey to begin with. Okay. Um, and not anywhere close to 115 proof. Yeah. It's not too strong on the nose. It's pretty light. Yeah. I mean, you can smell that it's toasted. Yeah, there is a bit of a... There's definitely a bit, a bit stronger of a, like, charred oak smell. I'm just impressed I can uh, tell the difference now. <coughs> I've been taught so well. Yeah, knee Roberto's nose. <laughs> Sorry, minus subpar. <laughs> it's pretty that's, good. Yeah, that's got a pretty a good nice flavor. Set. Yeah. It is. You can uh, tell that it's 115 proof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad you did small pours. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's not terrible, uh, but it's definitely. You can tell it's high proof. Um, I w- yeah, I wouldn't say. I would say it's not terribly strong. Not that yeah, it's not terrible. Like, it's um, good. But yeah, you can you can taste it. Yeah, the flavors are um, definitely lots of oak flavor. Mm-hmm. Maybe some vanilla. I didn't, yeah, I'll have to try and taste too. I feel the need to say that there's a nice spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if... Um, I'm getting the like cereal flavor of the barley a little bit. Yeah. Um. You can, I, if I had to guess, I would say that this is probably, a, probably fairly high, in um, in the malted barley. In terms of the mash bill. Okay, Penelope, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, uh, Illinois Select Three, what is the, <clears throat> the specifics on this? Yeah, I mean it's pretty good though. I like it. I do too. Yeah, you can definitely taste that it's a stronger one. Um, going from like water and cold brew all day to this is a wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you had had something else first, I think it would soften you in. But yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm getting like a little bit of almost like a smoky flavor on on the back, on the back. end too. Yeah, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have too much of. Um, too strong of a back flavor. I don't know how to describe finish. that really well. Yeah, not too strong of a finish. There was yeah, a one that we had a couple weeks pretty ago. Quick. Um, yeah, which is a little surprising because it's not a it's not um, like weak in flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would think that that finish would last a little bit longer. Yeah. Do you prefer that they last a little bit longer, or do you like when it? Kind of is like there and gone. Um, I, uh, I like if it's a nice, solid flavor note. I like it to last. Um, one of the things that we had last week, um, had a really great finish that lasted for a long time. Um, which it's escaping me what we tried last week. Oh, the Castle and Key. Yeah. Yeah, both of those had really nice finishes that really stuck around, and it it's it was great. Um, but I mean, there's some where it's just like alcohol burn, and then yeah. that sucks. And like, that's gone. Yeah. yeah, I think 
I I tend to like the flavor to be gone when it whatever it is wine whiskey it whatever is no longer like in my mouth <laughs> mm-hmm. um however I've come to appreciate like that finish from a whiskey perspective it's still something I'm getting used to so sometimes I like will drink too close to each other or like have whiskey and then follow it with water right away and then I like ruin that experience for mm-hmm. myself yeah I mean this is one um I if you're not a fan of high proof I would say that this one would be an acceptable one to do a couple drops of water and cut this down a little bit probably um I'm curious like said, what the, the other selects are like are they all this high proof yeah, so these are all barrel strength. Okay. Um, all of these, uh, the toasted the series, series okay. um, are all barrel proof. Um, is I there think like this a is limit? A, or is there like a, if they're barrel proof, they're proof like something above a certain It's usually point? over 100. Okay. Um, but usually it's closer to like this, like 110, 100 and this something. 15, yeah. yeah. What is this in comparison to like my favorite, like, project whiskey or like sipping on the porch whiskey like a yellowstone like oh yellowstone yellowstone is is like 94 okay 93 proof 93 okay yeah so this is this is definitely way higher and if we like took a sip of yellowstone right now it would be like jarringly noticeable (laughs) excellent excellent (laughs) yeah yellowstone is almost a little bit too easy for a whiskey to drink sometimes yeah i mean uh the um the rye last week from castle and key was i think 114 proof uh but it drank like a 90 something proof oh that's dangerous um yeah uh because i'm pretty sure me and roberto were hung over on saturday (laughs) um but it it's I I don't really know um, exactly what tames that, like, the alcohol burn. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just part of the aging process. Probably. And probably the blend also yeah. um, helps you kind of curb that a little bit. Um, which, like, for this, this Penelope, um, I believe this is a blend. Because it doesn't say that it's a single barrel or anything like yeah. that. Well, so, and the fact that it's four to five years to me would say that it's a blend. Because they, it, isn't it? If it's that amount of time, they've mixed different ages of barrels together. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, um, learning all the things. So yeah, the youngest would be four years, probably. Then. Okay. Um, which I mean, that's you know still not young. No, that's a good four to five years is a good age. Um, Especially to get most of that, like, alcohol, uh, you know, taste kind of mellowed out a little bit. That makes sense. This was a good pick, though. Um, This is one of the ones we picked from Sam's, like, two or three weeks ago when you and Mm -hmm. I went. Um, Picked up a few good things that day. That was the day that you got that red breast, too. Yeah, I got the red breast 21 year. Um, which Sam was super excited to get in. Yeah. He's been waiting for, because what was it before he had like a 12, I think, or maybe a 15. So yeah, the 15 the is available. 
Um, he said he'd been asking his rep for the 21 and the 27 year for a long time. Um, and they finally got him the 21. Nice. Um, so yeah, he was excited about that and I'm excited to try it. Um, are you saving it for a special occasion or probably, um, yeah, it's not, not easy to find. Um, for sure. And it's really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not look at the bill that day. I have no desire to know. What but it's, uh, but it's a good Irish whiskey. It's a nice yeah. age. It's something that could be good. Like, um, it could be as two Irish people. That could be a fun, like toast on our anniversary or something like that. Mm-hmm. Although I think we'll be in Mexico, but yeah. <laughs> before we go, um, yeah, was, we really liked the, I think I have the 12 year. I think so. That's what we had for that. I got for the St. Patrick's day episode. And then we had some on St. Patrick's, um, day. On St. Patrick's day, which it is a great whiskey. Um, but I actually had it the other night too. And we were sitting on the, the back patio. Oh, nice. Um, so it's a patio approved wine. Yeah. Is it a Hulu or a Netflix or <laughs> where does it sit in the Roberto ranking? Uh, it's more of a Disney plus. Oh, <laughs> like Disney plus the star Wars shows or Disney plus like luck of the Irish. Oh God. no! <laughs> I think it would be really fun to create the social media person in me would think it would be really fun to create a ranking system for our whiskeys based on what you would, what event you would have that whiskey in. <laughs> so how Roberto is like, Oh, I wouldn't have this on Netflix night. This is a Hulu one. I think (laughs) what would be fun about it is you don't do like a true system. Just every week you pick something kind of obscure. Mm -hmm. So like Michter's Rye, when would a Michter's Rye be appropriate? Um, Like watching Saving Private Ryan. Like you just pick something somewhat mm -hmm. obscure and be like, this is what that's for. I was going to say when the Cubs are down five runs and then ninth. Uh, Yeah. Or this something with some something with some strength yeah. <laughs> for that moment. Uh, I'm sure though the way that they've been playing this year, they'll hand us an opportunity to explore that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So this is again the Illinois select. Um, Sam said that there is a Chicago select also, um, but he said that that only goes to like a handful of stores. Basically, in the city. yeah, a few yeah. stores in the city, um, and then I think a few. Um, uh, Liquor stores around here got their own selections. So sort of how like yeah. Eagle, Golden Eagle get their own. Um, and some of the bourbon clubs, which I thought was really cool, have some of their own yeah, selections. Yeah, um, I've neat. seen a few of the different whiskey clubs um, have been getting barrel picks, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's nice to see that in um, this online community because I think, you know, prior to that, it might not have been that way. And so it's neat to have... You know, a very diverse, probably geographically spread out group of people getting to pick on something like that. Yeah, it it seems to be um, something that's more and more common. Um, I don't know, like tons of liquor stores are doing it now. Like Benny's has a huge library of barrel picks and uh, Gold Eagle does. um, And like we said, whiskey clubs are doing it too. Yeah. our dogs are wrestling in the background. Yeah. We apologize. Um, since I am recording, I can't keep them quiet downstairs. <laughs> so enjoy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's yeah, nice but it, that it's, they're all it's, doing Yeah, that. it's neat. Um, I was kind of curious about how much that actually costs. Because 
Oh, feelings. getting to have a pick? Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, you just got that one pick from Bourbon Thieves. It'd be inter- we, It's something we could ask him. We could always IM them. And yeah, see, but. that's... I think they'll be here next week. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we'll do a little reel or a mini on that. Yeah. So, uh, I know, like, I mean, this was a while ago, but... I looked at how much a barrel of Jack Daniels costs, and it was a lot. <laughs> One of my coworkers, um, his name is Matt, but he had – it's not the Jack Daniels one. Is it uh, is it Makers? Who does it where you can get, like, a barrel that has your name on it, and then you can buy bottles oh, of that barrel? Yeah, me and Dan did that. Did you do that? Okay. Yeah. Um, Matt did it, too, and he had his own bottles that um, a few of our coworkers got to buy and stuff at the time. One is um, yours and Dan, but, you know, we're married. So ours. One is our barrel done. Mm. <laughs> a while? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, it's probably... I'm trying to think of when I signed up for that. It was around Christmas time, I think. So it might be like three more years. Probably. Probably. Very cool. It's a neat... <coughs> it's a neat app... <laughs> <coughs> Jeez. Oh, we can cut that part out, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's something neat. Um, maybe we can bug somebody when we're down there. Can we ask September. him about it? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> when is that done? Um, one of the other things is me you think of is, um, well, we watch a lot of Parks and Rec, so we always watch Ron Swanson drink a ton of scotch, which we are obviously whiskey and bourbon people, but who doesn't love Ron Swanson? Um, are there certain, like, as you try certain bourbons or whiskeys, are there, like, certain foods that you're like, oh, this would be good with? Or do you kind of just like it? I know generally you just drink it kind of alone, but is there, like, food um, that you sometimes enjoy with it? I, like, I know that, like, some people claim that you can pair whiskeys with, food um to me in general all whiskeys really just have the same like base flavors of vanilla oak and like sometimes like caramel or you know something like that um Mm -hmm. so i kind of i mean when i've had that with food it's usually with a steak yeah, well, that's your favorite. And like a food, steak so. meal, so <laughs> a steak meal. Yeah, that's Very my kind of. <laughs> that's my kind of pairing. All right, I know. I always think about that because as a generally a wine drinker, although I'm becoming more of a bourbon and whiskey connoisseur, I have never been big on like this wine with this food. Like you can't have red wine with fish. Like who says? I will have red wine with tacos. I will have red wine with popcorn. I do not care. Um, but yeah, I don't know that I could do bourbon really with food other than like, I've seen there's one Instagram account that will do cookies with different bourbon, which I'm pretty uh, interested uh, in that situation. So like, that's the, uh, bourbon typically goes well with sweet things. Yeah. Um, so like a lot of times, like if you're going to use bourbon in cooking, it's with like you like put it in like a sweeter sauce, like a barbecue sauce or like a teriyaki sauce or a cupcake or a cupcake. Thanks Robin. Shout out to Robin <laughs> for the most phenomenal chocolate bourbon cupcakes that we had at the Derby. Um, and, uh, our dog Wesson ate one, uh, yeah. afterwards. He also seemed to enjoy it. I did have a minor heart attack, um, about him making it, through it but he was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
the the thing that I usually see bourbon used with a lot is actually pork. Um, oh, because a lot of times uh, you pair pork with sweeter things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I'll see um, pineapple and like yeah. maraschino cherries and things like that that kind of give it that like or Hawaiian bread or whatever. Yeah, well, it's like bacon is typically smoked with applewood because it has a sweeter like uh, ah yes kind of note in the smoke. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a. That's that's typically where I've seen bourbon, like used with like the ribs I made on the derby. I made that like bourbon spray. Oh, I didn't and know it was a bourbon the, spray. Yeah, and sprayed all what the ribs to keep them. I used um, Jim Beam Double Oak. Was that what you used to make the barbecue sauce too? Yes. Awesome. Um, I picked a double oak just because it gives you more flavor. Um. And hopefully you don't have to use as much bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. And then I think Robin used, um, for this particular round of bourbon desserts, she used Makers, I think. Yeah, she used Makers, Mark. Um, and then when she did, so for Jake's 30th birthday, she also made um, a bourbon cupcake. She made a peanut butter bourbon cupcake, and it was with TX that time around. Yeah. Um, and then I think she might have used a little bit of, um, oh gosh, what's that peanut butter whiskey called? Um, screwball. Yes, I think she used a little yeah. bit of that. Sorry, the dogs are wrestling. Yeah. I think she used a little bit of that um in the icing, but it was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Well, there's your uh bourbon baking corner. Mm-hmm. Should we add that to every week? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like, um, overall, I think this is a pretty tasty whiskey. Um. I think compared to the other Penelope's we tried, though, it's not as good. Um, well, I would say, or I guess my question for you on that would be, is it like the toasted scenario or is it the strength that would make it not necessarily not as good, but just different from the other Penelope's? Well, the I know Dan's favorite was the barrel strength, which I've got behind me. Oh, the clear one? Um, which is probably in the same realm as this one in terms of uh proof. proof okay um which i really enjoyed that one too my favorite so the three that we tried at sam's event was the barrel proof uh which is the red label <clears throat> the regular one which is the white label and then the architect series yeah. which is the blue label my favorite was the architect series well you did um, go to school to be an architect so that yeah. tracks <laughs> i can't remember if that one is also high proof or not do we own that one? Yeah, I, okay. it's in the basement. I forgot to bring it up here. <laughs> um, but Dan, Dan liked the barrel proof. Um, I think Roberto was pretty toasted at that time, so I don't know if he even picked a favorite. He said it was nice. <laughs> um, he asked if it was a rye. I'm so sorry. yeah, I mean, this one, I it does have um, nice flavor. Um, I'm glad I bought it. I don't think I would buy it again, though. Well, it's a limited series. So I don't even know yeah. if that's I mean, an option if it, for you. <laughs> if it were to pop up again, I probably would pass. But um, yeah, it's tasty. Um, if it's you good. like high proof and you like um, like double oaks or uh, or toasted, you know, finish whiskeys, it's not a bad pickup. Um, <clears throat> it definitely gets easy. Well, I guess any high proof, it gets easier as you drink. Yeah. Um, it gets lighter, lighter tasting for sure. 
I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the bottle. I think it's a cool bottle. I love mm-hmm. the label. It's like this beautiful dark, um, like graphite gray with the token Penelope flowers. I've been meaning to look into that. I wonder what that imagery is for, if it's for their daughter or for what it is. But yeah, they have those beautiful flower etchings on every bottle. Yeah, and it's uh, <clears throat> yeah, it is a very nice bottle. Very um. It's kind of like a wine bottle, but it's very tall and skinny. Yeah. Um, Maybe they're trying to target women <laughs> as a woman if I was out be, with yeah. looking. I mean, some of the other bottles are far more masculine or they like you've got your blackened series over here that obviously evoke like music and, and things of that nature. Yeah. The restoration rye that I see over here from Castling Key has got that vibe that Dan was not super into last yeah. week, but I really like those bottles, but this does have like a more feminine feel to the bottle. Um, and perhaps that again, their brand is also a female name. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. To me, it's, uh, always a weird kind of thing when people try and like, um, genderize whiskeys. (laughs) Well, I don't know they're that all it's a gender like, thing. I well, think I know, it's like, like a... <clears throat> go ahead, sorry. Well, like, a lot of times people uh, say that, like, Basil Hayden's is, like, a women's whiskey. Um, oh, interesting. Because it's, like, lighter and, like... Um, oh, because it's not such a high proof? Yeah, it's it's lower proof. It's very light in flavor and, um, and color. It's, like, you don't have, like, as much of that, like, charred flavor as you get in, like, something like this or... Um, you know, other whiskeys that would be like more manly. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. Jake just used some really <laughs> great air quotes. I think I, I don't disagree. I think that there's often in like the liquor market in general and bourbon and whiskey are not um, left out of that. They try to make things like more fruity, floral, lighter flavored or lighter percentage or proof for like the female market. And, um, I mean, I like having the option of something lighter. I don't always want to drink something heavier or like have to put some water in it or an ice cube or chill it or whatever. Um, so I can see sort of the benefit to it. I think, um, a lot of times it's just marketing, I think in terms of like a more feminine look or bottle or whatever. But, yeah. um, yeah. I think it's nice to have options though, because if you like male or female, um, as a drinker, having the option to have something that's a little bit stronger, a little bit lighter, um, is nice. Yeah. I mean, that's in, you know, there is a pretty large variety of lighter whiskeys. Um, <clears throat> typically we, what would be like I your think, recommended, like, so obviously we have some friends that are super into bourbon, some that are not, we're actually bringing a few friends on this bourbon trip that they've, the boys have talked about a little bit that are newer to the whiskey realm. What would be like a good starter for them to get um, somebody like enrolled in this? Like Basil Hayden, um, easily. Uh, it, it's very. It has good flavor, and it's. Um, it is very easy to drink. Um, also, I would recommend Elijah Craig. Okay. Um, we do love some again. Elijah. Very easy to drink. Um, Elijah Craig, I would say, has more flavor than Basil Hayden. Um, so if that's where you kind of want to jump in, you know, that's a better It could be option. like a good, like, well, and the flavor is hard for whiskey because I think, like, it is such a bold, strong um, presence when you drink it. So I think something like 
a little bit more of a muted tone, like a basil could be a good starter for that reason. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of where you, I think you had me start with blackened. I think you just went straight in. Oh, I don't know. I remember having something in your apartment and blackened was one of the big ones you had up there. Wasn't it, it just like the traditional? Yeah. Um, um, like the Well, blend. I had Elijah Craig. Actually, no, I don't think I did. I think I didn't buy Elijah until we got the house. Yeah, so I think it was Blackened. It might have been Blackened or just like Jack Daniels. And I wouldn't have had Jack Daniels other than like a Jack and Coke, so it must have been yeah. Blackened. At least I knew that much about myself at that yeah, particular moment it was. in time. Um, but I've really progressed. And for me, I think um, while I really enjoy all bourbon, I've really... Um, surprised myself and been very into like rise. Like I really like yeah. Um, the whole whistle pig collection. I've been pretty pleased with. Yeah, we. I got that. Um, I think it's a Benny's Select uh, ten year whistle pig, which is really good. Yeah. Um, I I really like that one. That was a good one. That's a. Uh, That's the one that you got like around the time I got my new job, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're a very high rye. Um, so Dan would hate it. <laughs> Dan would not be into it. No, um, <laughs> no, they're, I think they're delicious. I was actually talking to one of my coworkers about, um, this today and he asked, um, well, one, uh, what was I going to talk about for the whole time? And I was like, I don't know. My favorite whiskeys, um, how, uh, doing all of the different compensation work that we're doing right now for work drives me to drink all the whiskeys, mm-hmm. but, um, was recommending whistle pig as if you're, like, I wouldn't say, like, incredibly new to the whiskey side, but if you're looking for something to, like, explore rise, explore things that are a little bit different that aren't, like, crazy expensive, I think that that's a good direction to go. Yeah. And that is a that particular bottle, bottle on is the higher expensive. end. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, like, around 80 bucks, I think. Um, yeah. But, like, the, we had the piggyback... Um, the, yeah, which is like 50 60 yeah when um, i was telling him just good... like whistle pig in general because i think like their five year and their 10 year i don't think are as expensive or no probably just the five yeah um can't remember five years probably slightly less than the i don't know the piggyback is the is the cheapest i'm pretty sure okay i think it's like 50 bucks and that's one that they do different like in every state right because we had piggyback like in Oh, that one had the uh, the Revolution barrel finish, but I don't know. That was just like a limited release type of thing. For here, yeah, yeah. Um, But piggyback in general, they do do. You can get regular, just regular piggyback. Um, Why do they call it piggyback? I don't know. All of their stuff has like cutesy names, either pig or farm themed. So, all right, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, maybe for my next episode. What am I not passing? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, final thoughts. Um, I would probably actually buy this again. I know. Well, I don't know how much you paid for it. So, um, the money manager and me would <laughs> maybe want to know how much we paid for it. I don't think it was in, an incredibly expensive. No, they're bottle. not expensive. No, under a hundred for sure. I think. Yeah, I, I think it's probably around. Like 80 50 or 60. Oh, 50. Okay. Yeah. So I would probably, I like it, but we also have a lot of a bottle left. So um, I don't think we'll need to buy it anytime soon, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I have not had anything by Penelope that I haven't enjoyed yet. Um, 
for sure would do that. I think it's like a ounce or a half ounce and then you maybe move on to something a little bit lighter <laughs> so mm-hmm. you're not uh, feeling it the next day, but really um, an enjoyable, enjoyable one to try. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think about what I'll have next. Feels like a sin to just roll to rel- to Yellowstone mm-hmm. <laughs> step down there, but um, <laughs> what would you follow this with? Uh, I just opened uh, this Blue Run uh, Golden Rye. Oh, uh, which is very good. I like it a lot. Good. Um, and it's it's ninety uh, something proof, so it's very drinkable. Hmm. Um. Did we have, or no, we didn't have that one on when you did the Blue Run episode. No, uh, we thought about it, but didn't want to make Dan suffer. Um, uh, yeah, it's 95 proof. I still have proof. an episode where he just has to try like five rise. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a very good rye. Um, I don't think you can find this, though. Um, I think it was a online, limited run. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean... It's worth looking for. It's really good. All right. Well, we'll put it uh, a picture of it in our Instagram stories um, or on our Instagram page, and you guys can see the info and try to check it out. We'll link it if we can. Yeah. Um. Then um, uh, I think next week, uh, since everyone bailed this week, I made the executive <laughs> decision that we're gonna ride the lightning with uh, Metallica's blackened uh, rye release. That just Excellent. came out. Oh, Dan will be so pleased. Um, Maybe but I can it's sit a, in again. It's a rye, but it's finished in, um, I think, Madeira and rum casks. So it should have a nice, like, sweeter note to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be pretty, like, well-rounded. So I think Dan will actually like it. Probably. He's getting to be more open to those. That sounds great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that will be a great one for next week. I like it. Um, well, thanks for having me. Yeah. I loved uh, joining you in our home. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite place to drink. I don't have to go anywhere. And um, as the social media manager, I'd like to tell you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Bourbon Matters Podcast on Facebook, and at Bourbon Matters on Instagram. Um, share it with your friends. Share it with your family, people that like bourbon. Um, we'd love to have you join our little community. Yeah. Um, and share. Like, share yes, it. Share it. And don't forget to... <laughs> Like, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. And um, also, if there's anything in particular that you'd love for us to review, if there's a rye that we would like to subject Dan to, or if you want to hear more from the beautiful bourbon wives, myself and Lindsay, um, shoot us a note, shoot us an email, um, and we'll be happy to pop in on some episodes and share our thoughts. Yep. Um, Yeah, we'll definitely... uh welcome suggestions um we're always looking for stuff to to check out so yeah if you want to get your name shouted out and suggest something let a send us a dm or or you could review the podcast on wherever you're listening and recommend the bottle that you'd like for us to try true dad (laughs) well thanks again all right cheers everyone cheers